Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, we prepare to get in your house and preview the next sure to be epic NXT takeover. Plus, SummerSlam is officially going to Vegas. Leo Rush abruptly retires and an El Idolo shows up on AEW. So hope you swept your front stairs and get rid of all your demonic possessed dogs because it's Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAttic Radio and it starts right now. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Kings of the Rings Podcast. We're back live. We took a little bit of a week uh, hiatus. I was a little bit swamped at work, but we're back live in full effect on YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Twitter. No Facebook this time, because, you know, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter are all the things that you need. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T, the K Murphy. Uh, this is a good weekend for wrestling, in particular, NXT because NXT TakeOver In Your House number two is the Sunday, so we are going to preview all of that and talk about a whole bunch of other stuff going on. But before we get to any of that, let me hop it over to the not-so-rhythmic Willie T. How are you, sir? I am very rhythmic. I am a former drummer. I know all. how to keep rhythm. I am just bopping You can along. play the drums. I played drums for 10 years. What? I am just this bop- doesn't take talent. Fuck you. I, 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 okay, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this off air. But uh, I would just bop along to this, this beat that was made. Ricky, who makes these beats again? Midnight Music, Midnight actually. Music. Yeah, shout out to my Midnight Music. In, yeah, my boy's out in Baltimore. Shout out to Midnight Music. And if you like these beats, you can find more of them out at Midnight Music. You can find me at Will Tarashuk, T.S. and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. I am back from a well-rested vacation, and I binged all of wrestling except for Raw today. So that was fun because, you know, I was going to watch Raw. I really was. Then I turned it on, yeah. and Matt Riddle came down for a, a, a tag team, like, Battle Royal. I was like, nope, turned it off. <laughs> it came out uh, to watch Raw. <laughs> okay, yes, but no. So this is what I'm, I'm going to paint it. all picture. Also, Will, Are do you, you want to start a band with me since you play the drums? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. No. <laughs> wow. I feel it's Pride Month. That was a hate crime. I'm very unhappy with that statement. So raw, I watched it because that fucking bitch Eva Marie baited me on Twitter all day, saying that we've that the WWE universe is spoken. It was the evolution. So I fucking watched that shit. I watched Matt Riddle and that tag team bullshit. I ate a bunch of gummies while I watched Raw, only to find out at like 9:45 that Eva Marie would appear next week. So I went to bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I turned off. I'm no, sorry. I. Yeah, I got up to. I literally got up to. I think Drew. Drew was on the television, and I was like, I don't need to watch this anymore, at all. Yeah, so, Drew cut a basic promo. Drew was getting to be like the John Cena of promos. Bro, I'm so fucking sick of like Drew. very I, formulaic. I never thought I like for real though. That's sad. That makes that makes me sad. He was a daddy. Can I just tell you guys? So yeah. I was at Pride shopping all day. Sure. I almost bought a booty short, booty shorts, and a hat that said "Daddy" on them. Why didn't you? Um, because I got this hat instead. You should have gotten both. <laughs> hey, the trucker. Oh, Kavita's here. Hey, Kavita. Hey, hi, Kavita. It's going well, I need a hat. I'm gonna be at. Our Pride is on Sunday, so I need a hat. Our being like Long Island Pride? Yeah, I'm going to Long Island Pride on Sunday. Are you going to to NYC Pride? No, because Katie's bridal shower is the same day. Oh, Where is Long Island Pride at? 
Eisenhower Park. Um, oh, if y'all very want nice. NASA people, Ooh. New York people, if y'all want to come hang out with me at Pride, uh, Long Island Pride is at Eisenhower Park in mm-hmm. Nassau County. Tickets are forty bucks, but the money is a donation to the LGBT network, which is a local organization on Long Island that supports queer folks of all ages. There's That's a not queen- bad. Oh, and it's gonna be like there's a Queen cover band headlining. There's Ooh. gonna be beer. Beer and wine garden. Um, I, if you join us, I'm tailgating, and I brought bubbles and games. So and come paint, to mm. body paint. We're gonna get tickets for that stuff. Um, online, I can send you the link off air. But there's a website. I think it's Pride at the Beach. If you just type in Long Island Pride, you will be able to find tickets. Okay. Yeah, uh, definitely something uh, to consider and look into because you may have given me a Sunday idea before NXT takeover. I was gonna ask you actually if you wanted to come. But. I have enough pride shirts to rock around it, too. Yeah. So. And where can you get those pictures <laughs> that you have, Ricky? Oh, the links are in the description of the stream and of our audio uh, format of this show. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, it's pretty much on all of our social media, uh, at KOTR underscore podcast, or if you're on Wrestle Addict Radio, uh, Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter, and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. So we, as you see, we've been really proud of it. This is our first June show. Well, second June show, really. But even as of May, this is episode 252, Poppy Seeds. And it's all going to be about NXT TakeOver In Your House 2021 with this guy right here. Not Triple H, but obviously K's uh, King of the Night, the man, the myth, the Dexter Loomis, the playboy of NXT, K. Um, before I start, I'm going to say Mr. Fretz, the Queen cover band is called Almost Queen. Um, I love and it. Hi- <laughs> and hi, Jermaine. Um, hey, Jermaine. So, okay. So NXT is honestly the only bit of wrestling that I remember this week. I I don't remember SmackDown except for that one match. Uh, AEW, I literally forgot again. And don't worry, we'll talk about it. There's a lot I of know. purpose involved so, in it. NXT is just so fucking good every week. I say all the time I'm going to exclusively focus on NXT, but I try to expand and it ends up not working out for me. But this is the funniest shit I've seen in so long. Poppy, I understand Poppy's promoting a new single. So, like, oh, she dropped, a, she dropped that, an album. That oh, Poppy. it's an album. Excuse me. I was yeah. so confused as to why the show is called Poppy. I, I, can't, I can't watch NXT. I have to wait till tomorrow. So yeah. I was like, Poppy seeds and Dex was like, Who is this chick he's hugging? What's Triple H? Like, I was so confused by this whole picture. Oh, yeah, it's a you have to watch NXT, you'll understand when so you watch Poppy, it. Uh, so, so Poppy, the singer, makes more sense. Okay, yes, Poppy, the singer, who is gorgeous. I did not, I for some reason, I don't remember what she looked like because I think every time I thought of Poppy and NXT, she's just screaming a lot. She's also looked different. From what yes. I, I don't really follow her that much, but from what I've heard about her, and I've seen, somebody did her on Snap, Drag Race's Snatch Game. She, uh, I think she thinks she's like controlled by a robot or some shit, or she is a robot. There's something with no! a robot. <laughs> she's controlled um, by a robot. What a nerd! It's something, with, it's something with like a fucking robot. Um, yeah. But she's changed genres. Like apparently, she was really like. <laughs> Not to be punny, but Poppy, before she switched to, like, doing metal-y kind of shit. She was a great bluegrass singer before she did this death metal. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I guess maybe the um, the robots tell her what kind of music to make. I don't know. If anyone anyone listening to our show and is actually a Poppy fan, please tell me what I'm saying wrong and what she actually is all about. Because 
this is based off of a drag queen's impersonation of her. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. But before we get into any of that, does anybody want to go to Vegas in August? Because SummerSlam was officially announced during the Belmont Race pre-show, which was kind of weird. Uh, it's going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. I do remember. I do. I did hear that the Las Vegas Strip finally reopened fully. This is a big deal. This is the, one of the first SummerSlams in a legit football stadium. Isn't it the first? No, they did Wembley, Wembley in 92, oh, yeah. which is a soccer No, team. I mean, okay, let me rephrase. Isn't this the first NFL stadium? Per, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, that I remember. This is the first NFL stadium for SummerSlam. So this is kind of a big, uh, a big gamble here, Will. How do you think it's going to play out? It's definitely a big gamble, but I think it's going to be a home run. I mean, I think the card is going to be fantastic. And if you check uh, Battle Club Guy, front of the show's Instagram, he gave us this deceiving he chart. He already bought tickets to Vegas. That's what I mean. Like he, he already? He, yeah. he sent out a picture on Instagram of the seating chart uh, for the stadium. Ooh. So I was like, yeah. obviously he's buying tickets, but um, they 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 bought this hotel and flight. They blocked they blocked out a lot of the stadium. Um, it's like really? it's like it's really like I would probably say sixty percent of the stadium is probably going to be open for seating. Um, okay. And and then plus floor seats, so like okay. it's going to be a big set, a big stage, a giant curtain just blocking it off one or the other. So they're not gotcha. selling out like eighty thousand people. It'll probably be like forty. 40 to 45,000 people is my guess. I don't know how much that stadium holds. Um, stadium, or, I, I can tell you right now because I'm a Raider fan, that stadium without floor seats holds 65,000. All right, so they'll probably do closer to 35, 40,000 people there, which still okay. I think is magnificent. That's mag- a lot. I, I, think a I think it's magnificent. Like, listen, I just came back from Delaware, and uh, there was no mask mandates <laughs> Anywhere, nothing. You know, Austin was walking into like a into a gift shop without a mask in ninety degree weather. Oh my god! I come back to Hoboken, I have to wear a, a fucking mask going to CVS. It pisses me off. Like, I'm vaccinated. Let's go. Like in Vegas, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be open. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fun. And I'm gonna wish I go, but I just paid for vacation and I'm going away again in J- July. And it might be that. Might be no sometimes in August, so it might be in yeah. July. Uh, I can't afford it. I, I, well, I just can't afford it. <laughs> well, you, you um, might you know be able to. I'll tell you off air. Well, uh, okay. Ooh. Ooh. Can, Ooh. Why can you use Klarna to pay for your ticket and shit? What's up? Can you use Klarna to pay for all your shit? No, but I mean, I will start using Klarna because that's amazing. I love, I love Klarna. That's how I'm going to get all my belts. It's just through, just through uh, payments from Klarna. Fantastic, mm-hmm. but no. But I, uh, Kay, you won't be able to go to SummerSlam, right? No. Um. So it's really upsetting. SummerSlam weekend is my thirtieth birthday weekend. I turn. I'm so excited to turn thirty. I'm really excited. But um, I, I would have gone excited. to. Be, honestly, though, like half of my twenties were so shitty that I'm glad to get out of my twenties, and I think. You can have more fun in your 30s than you do in your 20s because your 30s, you still have enough energy to do shit, but you have more money. Yeah, your 30s are your 20s with money. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm I'm fucking hyped to turn 30. But Or, or, um, or your 30s are your 20s with a kid, one or the other. Yeah, one or the other, whatever comes <laughs> Not yet. I have, I have my only child is a succulent, so we're good for now. But SummerSlam is the <laughs> day of two of my best friend's wedding that I am in. So... I cannot go to SummerSlam. 
which is shame. And it's a Saturday too, which is also very That's weird. That's fucked up. Like if they did SummerSlam on Sunday, the day after the wedding, I could have possibly, if I really wanted to make it work, I could have. I'm because I'm gonna be upstate for this wedding for three days. So I literally could have flown to fucking Vegas the day after the wedding and gone and been very tired. But hell, no. I I really could go then because I could just fly out Friday night and fly back or fly out yeah fly out Friday night and fly back Sunday afternoon. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. It works. Not, out. I not, miss, not miss a day at work I have either. Flight credit, so like I could have gone, but I'll I take can't. Your credit. No, you will not take my flight credit. Um, <laughs> you will not be taking my flight credit. I was supposed to go to Palm Springs this year. So, like, thanks, coronavirus. Oh, wild and crazy. So be- we're going to talk a lot about SummerSlam as the gets closer and closer and hotter and hotter, even though it's really freaking hot right can now. I, can, I pick, can I pick to the main events before we talk about Leo Rush? Yes. So, yep. uh, go it's going to be Brock, Bobby, and no Cena Roman. I'm fine with that. I know it's not that's like a most groundbreaking prediction, but that's what I'm going with. I'm fine with I that. if Cardi B doesn't host, Cardi I'm Cardi B agree. is hosting. Is, is it confirmed she's hosting? It's, it's it's confirmed by Andrew Zarian of Mad Men Podcast. So take it so for it's, 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 it's confirmed. Hey Rich, what's going on? Um, yeah, I got I have a lot of thoughts about Cardi B hosting a wrestling event, but I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I right do too. Now. First of all, first of all, real quick. <laughs> It's a, it's a it's a children's program, right? PG technically, yes. Cardi B should not be marketed to children. <laughs> Cardi B is a parent. That's fine. Her, her music is not for children. <laughs> not that's why, that's she... why she doesn't let her kid listen to it. Like, listen, that's I, like respectable though. Like she's at least aware. It's not like she knowingly exposes her children to things. So like Cardi B's not going to perform WAP at SummerSlam. You, you that, I wouldn't that. be surprised. I, but you okay, don't know that. her, her music fucking... her music's trashy. Her music is super trashy. Compared now, to what WWE usually goes to, yeah, it's definitely yeah, not flow well, this is compared to like really anyone else. But I will First say, I, I will freaky. say, I I hate Cardi B. I despise oh, Cardi better. B. But I will be the first to say she gets way too much hate that she doesn't deserve. I agree. Like I'm a big I, Megan Stallion fan. Anyways. I have a, I love Megan. So I have a quick Cardi Cyborg, and like I was told by a Spencer's employee today, that apparently Cardi B drugs men. Drug yeah. men and like oh, that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's that a whole happens. Thing. You ever see the movie Hustlers? It's pretty much about her. No. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, yeah. Until back today, in there. we were literally talking. I was talking about Cardi B and Spencer's, and the and the person ringing me up for my hat was saying like, "Oh, like I don't fucking like Cardi B." And I'm like, "Oh, valid." But like they're aesthetic. I just assume they didn't like Cardi B's music. They're like, "I did," but then I found out she drugs and rapes men, and I'm like, "And takes and rape. takes their I money." She just stole the no, she, I she, she, drug, money. she drug them and stole their money. Uh, yeah. If she did have sex with them, it was probably consensual or not because they were drugged. Um, but I will say, if you don't, if you don't listen to a good Cardi B song, listen to I think it's La Modelo, uh with Ozuna and Cardi B. God damn oh, it! That so- song's the fucking bomb. That song's the fucking bomb. That's where I like Cardi B when she's rapping and when she's singing in Spanish. Yo, listen though, Bodak. There's a Spanish version of Bodak Yellow. It's fucking so much better. Called Bodak Amarillo. I get it. All right, Leo, Let's Leo Rush. Yeah, Leo Rush was tiring. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on from Cardi <laughs> B. And out of nowhere, uh, yesterday, Leo Rush was like, "Hey, I'm retiring. Hey, what are you? What did you know about this?" Um, literally nothing. I was living my life, and then I was told that Leo Rush retired from wrestling, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a joke. At first, like I, I thought it was work. Yeah, like I 
It seems like a Hard Times article or whatever the wrestling equivalent of Hard Times is or should be. <coughs> but uh, but then I read into it. I looked at his Instagram post. He got he got fucked up a double or nothing. Did he break a um, collarbone? Yeah, he broke his collarbone. And I remember watching Double or Nothing and being like, what the fuck? Why Leo Rush? But it was yeah. Leo Rush's last Who's the 21st person? Oh, Leo Rush. No, 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 no. Really, it's Leo Rush. No, no, no. no. <laughs> We're serious, Leo Rush. He comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so what I think is really interesting is AEW wanted to sign him immediately after Double or Nothing, and he would have been the first wrestler to have two simultaneous contracts with two big promotions because he signed with New Japan. Yeah. Didn't so, Jericho like, have that? I don't think there were two contracts. Like, Mo- how about Moxley? Well, Jericho just got out of his contract. And Moxley. Moxley, because he still has but that belt. He, but, but, but he was... Um, he has a New Japan contract, and he would would have also had an AEW contract. So it's not like a deal where he switches, like, can work both. He is contracted. Oh, with- remember, because AEW lets, lets them... Do independent bookings. That's why I was very specific. Yes. So no, K, K, is, okay. K, is, K is correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. So like, I wish he would rest all the best. I feel like, if, yeah, me too. Like, good for him. Maybe he's going to rap more. That's that's the next thing we need is another wrestler turn rapper. He raps with Enzo. Fucking. Ex- exactly. Enzo? And on that no, note. Enzo and, on that and Leo note, did a song. And, and... Great. Good luck to you, Leo Rush, because we're Enzo. Now we're gone. Andre Andrade showed up. No, on but it worked me because I, I thought it was a match, and I literally waited on YouTube for it. And it was a music video, and I've and never been more disappointed. Good job. Good job. <laughs> the best part of Andrade debuting was Jr. not knowing how to say El Idolo. <laughs> he was just like he was like. First of all, it was a great sign that Andre Andre. Uh, he said, "Oh." Oh, uh, help, help me out here. Oh, and Excalibur's oh, no. like, it's Andrade El Igolo. El Igolo. I, I can't say it. El Igolo. It seems like it always happens to the Spanish guy. Pretty much is what happens. <laughs> right? That's essentially what happens. That's <laughs> It's exactly what happens. El Igolo. So oh, El Igolo. Come on, friends. Oh, You're no. Call him the idol. Call him the, un- they should have called him Andrade the idol, all right? It's much better. No, that, 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 no. El Igolo is a lot I better. I hate that. El I Idolo? hate that a lot. Yeah. That seems, that's like the, that's like Ellis Island, that's like, that's Ellis Island thing is name. Yes. Yeah, that is El- that is. El- I do Island. not like that. No, make it, make it very American for me, please. White. <laughs> what is the lamb sauce? sauce? Maybe some lamb sauce. Sorry, right, can we get any more American here? <laughs> yeah. So Andrade showed up. I mean, good for him. He got cut. When did Andrade get cut? He got cut a while back. How about so like, I, I said like six, eight weeks ago. Was it that soon? I thought it was more than that. Was he in the same um, group of cuts as like the Iconics and Joe? No, he was before. No, that, he, was I before like, he was before WrestleMania, I believe. Yeah, he was. He, oh, he got that's out not, of his that's contract. Not, that's not six or eight weeks ago. That's like three months ago. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's good for him. So there's a lot of high praise for Andrade. I mean, I am concerned about AEW just loading up their roster with people and like not showing all of it. But Andrade is a good fit. I just hope he doesn't get that curse, like like what they've been doing with Miro. Well, you know, Miro, Miro's, Miro's stepping it up now. Miro is exactly he's stepping where, up now, but like when he, when, he be. Yeah, when, he, started, when he first came in, it was, it was different. It was good. weird. Yeah. It was just like, what are you doing? It was just like, like wow, this is what you left for, and now it's like, yeah. oh, finally. 
<laughs> yeah. So I mean, I wish Andrade all the best. Um, well, is Vicky Guerrero going to be his mouthpiece? I hope so. I hope not. I, I hope so because Andrade, he's not a good promo. Not right now, no. No, I mean his his English is is fine. Like you can understand what he's saying. It's all it's not like Shinsuke talking, but I think mm. this the guy needs a mouthpiece. And I yeah. think I think personally, I think Vicky is perfect because I think she's such she's such a great heel. Especially if you're trying to make Andrade a heel, Vicky is perfect. If you want to make him a face, pull in Zelina, right? Because Zelina yeah. can go either way. But if you're trying to make him a heel, I think Vicky is a better choice. Yeah, I mean, him and Zelina were gold yeah. for I a while. I love them so much. So I we'll hope she signs with them, honestly. Well, let's go to what you guys were all actually waiting for. NXT TakeOver in your house is this Sunday at 8 p.m. Not at 7, at 8 p.m. Oh, it's it this Sunday? A, yeah, it's this Sunday. Shit. Okay. We have TakeOver in your house this week, and then we have Hell in a Cell next week. Well, you, UFC 263 is this next week. week. Yes, Hell in a Cell is next week. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, no. welcome, welcome to mid-June, okay? I don't like it. We're going to free the slaves on Juneteenth, and then we're going to go to Hell in a Cell the next day. Oh, no. Oh, Juneteenth. Oh, my God, yeah. All right, so UFC, yeah. UFC 263 is this Saturday. Um, yeah. No, that's June 12th. So next, okay, sorry, next week. Sorry, Saturday. my bad. My bad. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a fun week. I thought it was, if it was this Saturday, I was like, Israel Asani is fighting, and he's African, and he would just be extra motivated to beat the fuck out of this guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Thank God Kamal Usman isn't fighting because he could beat the fuck out of you too. Oh, he's fighting Kobe Covington next and he's got to beat the fuck oh, out of him again. Kobe Covington's going down. But anywho, NXT TakeOver In Your House is this Sunday, 8 p.m. It's a classic NXT TakeOver five-match card. And I'm not going to lie, this looks like it's going to be knocking futz. And let's start really? with the top of the card. I think, we have, I, think the card's, I think the card's a little weak. I do really? not. Really? Yeah, I, I do not either. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good things in there, but a few things in there is like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I, let's I, I let's think run it's... through it. Well, yeah, we got the NXT, cha- just... NXT Championship Fatal Five Way. Just get Champion my sound bite ready. Champion Karrion Cross versus Johnny Gargano versus Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, baby. This can go so many ways, but how's it going to go? Well, meat. Slapping majesty. So let, let me tell you, I watched last week's NXT. I watched half of it last Thursday before I left. Then I finished yeah. the half of it this afternoon. And that Adam Cole promo with Karrion Cross, where he called him like a, oh, he destroyed a, a, a him. gas station attendant, and Adam Cole just ripped him apart. I was like, wow, Adam Cole, I hope you were off script because whoever wrote that is an asshole to Karrion Cross. Because, God <laughs> damn, he just he tore him apart, and everything he said is 100% true. Then again, everything Karrion Cross says is also true. He's like, you know, since I came in here, you've just kind of been an afterthought. Yeah. So, I mean, Adam Cole still had the line. Of a, of a thing like your entrance makes you special. You know what they do to make me special? Ring, they ring the, the fucking bell, bell. I was like, I was, I looked up, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm home alone. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah, like that, that was just, it was meat slapping. You know what it majesty. is with Adam Cole? You know what it is? Once Karrion Cross started his promo and screamed, little man. And I was like, oh, that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Remember Pat McAfee? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and Adam Cole destroyed him. Although Adam Cole was the last person on take on NXT this week to look strong, so Adam Cole's not winning. Um, no, Karen Cross retains. Kyle O'Reilly is Oscar bait. Johnny Gargano will get fucking close. Um, Pete Dunne will break your heart, Kay, but I think Karen Cross somehow makes it out alive. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I agree. Y'all broke Um, I think Karen is retaining as well, but I think Kyle is eating the pin. Ooh. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Who who eats the pin? God, that's it's got to be Kyle. We gotta I, bring we gotta bring back though that the match prediction cards. Remember oh we yeah, to, yes. Remember we used to well, do those pro wrestling scorecards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pro wrestling scorecards. Did they? I thought they did they stop doing them? No, no, they have digital. Uh, they have digital versions now. Oh, so word? we can do them like online. Oh, can we do that for How in the Cell? Unfortunately, but yeah, it could be a good test run. Unfortunately, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got the king money in the, the bank. Pin? You know what? Johnny Gargano eats the pin. Johnny's Nick- a close second for me. Yes. It's not Peter. I would I would say Johnny Gargano eats the pin if they were going to move Johnny somewhere, but he still has stuff to do with the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly why I think he eats the pin, because Karrion can have one-on-one matches with the three other guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Cole, that's yeah. a one-on-one match I need to see. Pete Dunne, <laughs> yeah. that's one match I'd love to see. And Kyle O'Reilly going to do it anyway whether I want to or not. So, <laughs> like, why, why pin one of them now because it just ruins the program, whereas pinning Johnny – or tapping him out just makes sense. It doesn't hurt Johnny. The guy's forever over. And plus, yeah. he still has the way. So that's what makes like the most that. sense to me. And this match is going to be fucking amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's going to be wild. Like, just, I don't even know. It's going to be absolutely insane. So also let's move glad on. this is a pay-per-view and not a TV special. Yes, okay. it is a pay-per-view. So that's I think that's why it's starting at 8, and it's going to be pretty wild. Uh, NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez, who has been flexing like no one's business on Instagram, uh, versus Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship. Kay, who do you have here? I want Ember to win so bad, but she's not going to win at all. So, Well, have you seen Raquel's team. Instagram these days? No, I'm scared. Well, she's you should. She's, okay, you should. I'm going. Oh, I'm going. Let's see. You should. I'm. I'm very impressed. I mean, I think Raquel's a dominant champion in and of herself uh, in the ring. However, I also think Ember Moon is doing is probably the best work in the NXT Women's Division, and that's saying a lot. Like her match with Dakota Kai last night uh, was absolutely fantastic. But Ember doesn't need this win just yet. I mean, she could be a two-time NXT Women's Champion, which is rarefied. Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. I see why you liked it. Oh, Oh my. (laughs) Wow. Wow, happy pride. That's that's a great picture. (laughs) (gasps) This cowboy hat? Are we joking? Yes, from Texas. Oh, my. Yes, but I will say this. I will say Raquel needs a needs a significant win to make her championship mean something. So I think she does take out Ember, but Ember makes Raquel look more and more like a star. I never thought I'd say this about Raquel Gonzalez, but... Look at that titty, though. It's <laughs> just that first picture. The rest is just like, oh, yeah, she doesn't have any. But that yeah. first picture, goddamn. <laughs> Mr. Fretz just followed and liked. Yeah, right, just followed and liked. I mean, yes. like, listen, listen. Like I, I say this a lot about Raquel Gonzalez. There's something that there's something very attractive her, about her. I just don't know what it is. It's definitely her face. She has a very, very pretty face. You know what it is? It's the jawline too. I'm a sucker for a really defined jawline. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, 
She, she, but I think Ember, Ember made a good point in her promo last week of like her lackey Dakota Kai holding her back. It's, yeah, it's, that is going to be a problem. so true. Like Raquel, yeah. Raquel needs to drop the dead weight of Dakota Kai and really, really shine on her own because she's great. She's phenomenal. And everything Ember Moon's been doing, I believe it. It's, I love it. It's going to be a great match. Ember's going to make her look like a million bucks because Raquel is still a tiny bit green. Um, a little bit, but like, I'm curious. I'm curious to see who calls this match. If Ember or Raquel calls it, probably Ember. But, I would say Ember because Ember's been in the spot before. Yeah, but eventually Raquel needs to be put in that spot to call matches. Correct. She's, she's a champion. Agree. Yeah, she should be able to call. Ember is probably a good. Oh, you know what? She'll do it. She'll do it with Dakota, where she turns on Dakota and Dakota gets a towel shot. That's when Ember. Oh, yeah, okay. That's probably when Ember. That's, that's when call. Ember calls it. And I think that makes the gotcha. most sense because they're natural friends. They've tra- probably trained together. And I think she'll be the most comfortable. But this match, yeah. I'm expecting big things. Raquel Gonzalez gets to win, though. Can yeah, I ask a question? Wild. Please. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I missed this while I zoned out, but why is Shotzi injured? Uh, she's, I don't know. she's selling the injury. Um, maybe she's actually injured, but the week, the two weeks ago, um, uh, uh, Raquel and um, uh, Dakota just beat her up and like oh that's right did the, oh, the, yeah. the, the face plant into the turnbuckle that. maybe some chairs we rammed up against the cage like four times they beat the fuck oh, out yeah. of her so i don't know oh, if, yeah. God. I don't Sorry, know, I don't know if she's shoot injured but she's selling an injury for sure they're taking her off tv for i don't think she's i i think she's uh selling i don't think she's shoot injured Thank no God. Yeah, i was they're, concerned they're take... she was like i forgot about her. i was concerned she's like injured injured i'm like fuck i am not excited. i think it's a shoot you know what probably happened happen? um raquel will win and like dakota dakota will try and come in afterwards trying to beat her up a little bit and trying to come back at the yeah. pay-per-view yeah. clear house and then sets up the next dude for raquel yeah that works yeah probably that's what i would do Raquel versus Shotzi in the summer in the summer feud. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. That women's division is so stacked. It's not I, even funny. Okay, but if they do Halloween Havoc this year, I want Shotzi to win the title of Halloween Havoc. It is so appropriate. It would be perfection. And then she gets murdered because it's Halloween. She wouldn't get murdered because it's Halloween. It's her holiday. Yeah, and she likes horror movies. What a perfect way to win the title and then like yeah, murdered. get kayfabe murdered. Yeah. And what? She comes back as a ghost and defends the title to the brain? Yeah. She comes Cash. back as like an Elvira-looking person. You need you need one of those for a horror movie. The dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to this. Uh, to what most likely will open the show, but also might steal the show as well. This was booked last uh, last night, Well, so this is why you don't know about it. Winner take all, six-man tag, or for you indie people, trios match, uh, where it's MSK, the NXT Tag Team Champions, uh, Thick Boy, Bronson Reed, the NXT North American Champion, versus Legato del Fantasma. All three of them, Ooh. whoever wins gets all the belts. Oh, it's so good. It seems like it always happens to the Spanish guy. I love it. I love it. I love this idea. I love this match. This is why William Regal is the best GM in wrestling history. Sorry, Teddy. It's true, though. Yeah. I, 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 I'm very excited for this. I mean, I love um, Santos Escobar. I think he's a star wherever he goes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Legado del Fantasma, uh, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul. <laughs> DJ Z, Zima Ion. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, Joaquin Wilde and Raul. I forgot what Raul's last name is. But I think they're an underrated tag team because they are fucking fantastic and yeah. work well with MSK. This is going to be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is going it to be is. Wild. For sure. Yeah, it is. And I, I will. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, Kay. Cue up that sound bite. Oh, I'm sorry. I got you, boo. Yeah. Raul Mendoza. Thank you, Mr. Fretz. It was meat slapping majesty. Damn, this is nuts. This is a nuts match in the making. Honestly, and I, I will, I'm, I'm going on a limb right now. Um, and Kay, you're going to have to agree or disagree with me, agree sure. with me on this. I feel like MSK is kind of a weird, upgraded hipster version of the Hardy Boys. In bit. style. In style. Like wrestling style? Wrestling style, yes. Yeah. Dead ass, for sure. You know, and I they, they kind of give me that Hardy Boys vibe. Bronson Reed, with a couple more, you know, tweaks to his promo game, is fantastic. Um, I think it's one of those situations where, as good as Legato Del Fantasma is, they are there to make these young champions look really good. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're gonna do. So I think there is no title switch. It gets close. It gets really. It gets like jumping out of your seat close. Like two and a half. Yeah, or two and three quarters. But I think Bronson and MSK retain barely. Yeah, they have to. They have to. Jermaine, it's... I agree. Sorry, I agree with Jermaine. I think Hit Row was gonna be added as well. Oh, don't. don't. I... Hit Row. Hit you. You, you don't I let can't. Hit Row. To the, you let Hit Row simmer right now. Yeah, that's that's too them. much. Nine yes. nine people. That's in one match without like a no. With, no that's it. it it's, that would be the performance center is too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. But there wouldn't be room for the camera guys. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no with a faction like Hit Row, you let them just build slowly. They're the perfect. Thing, yeah, but next thing you know, they're going to explode. Yeah, they they are so good, so good. It's so natural, and it feels Actually, Mr. Fretz, so real. That's yes. great. Hit yeah, row Mr. in Fretz. war games. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Bring mm. hit row to war games, and you have them win war games. That's their coming out party. Mm-hmm. They need they need uh, two other people though. Well, you just need no. They have well. It depends if they do intergender. They can do intergender um, war games. That'd be a first. God, I would die of joy. Please, I, I, I can't see WWE doing that. I can see AEW here's, doing that. I can't see WWE doing that. Here's what I see. I AEW see AEW thousand percent is going to do that. I see a collision course right now. I'm predicting a future right now. I see a collision course between the way and Hit Row at war games. You can't go wrong. Johnny's gonna do the match. Johnny's gonna book the match. Mm-hmm. They, they need they need another guy though. Unless unless Dexter, Dexter Lewis, Lewis comes in. Randomly. Dexter Lewis joins the way. Dexter Lewis joins the way for Index. I love the yes. Index name too. The Index is a great name. <laughs> it took perfect. me a second. I was like, what? What is this Index to talk about? I was like, is it like a, a library? <laughs> is there a book I'm missing? <laughs> Did I miss like, the, the, the NXT like guide to wrestling? It's like, oh, Indy yes. Hartwell and Dexter, Dexter. Index. Uh, That's such a good couple name. It really is. It is. 
It really is. So yeah, I think MSK and Bronson retain. retain. This I I'm gonna say I think this opens the match. There's no there's no better match to open than this match. I, I agree. Crow, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, the, maybe the ladder match. It's not gonna be the ladder match. So speaking oh of the ladder God, match, I can't wait. I am very excited for this. This is what I'm most excited about. This might be Mr. Fretz's wet dream at the moment right now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> you have the the ladder match for the million dollar championship. It's the FTW championship of WWE it's and better. NXT. It's better. better. <laughs> Way better. It's actually yeah. real. I just, yes. you know, I'm telling you, my favorite part of wrestling every week is LA Knight come down to the ring, cutting his opponents, going, oh, it's on Rami. It's going, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's my favorite part. I don't know why. He's cutting his promo, talking shit. It's out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it so much. It's my favorite. You know yeah. what I wish Kevin I remembered the quote now. Cameron Grimes said something last night. That was so funny. I spit my fucking drink out, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, he, he's... Oh, I'm so rich that... And I don't remember what the second half was, but I'm fucking crying. Was, Why was he so rich? I'm I, so I, rich I remember now. they were just trying to outrich each other because <laughs> Cameron Grimes rolled up to the NXT parking lot in a Rolls Royce. Uh, LA Knight rolled up in a in a Mercedes. <laughs> uh, the Million Dollar Man rolled up in a Million Dollar Limo. <laughs> Cameron Grimes pulls like a half Ric Flair promo where he starts taking all his clothes <laughs> and throwing it everywhere. And he, he's the uh, freaking Ted DiBiase brings down this like golden ladder and they start promoing off each other. And I remember Cameron Grimes starts climbing a ladder. Cameron Grimes is a face now, by the way. Love it. Uh, it works. Yeah. It works so Cameron good. Grimes is a face, and he goes. But Ted, I don't know why I'm climbing this ladder for. What are we doing with this? <laughs> then I'm like, yup, it's happening. It's time. And he's like, good okay. question, Cameron. They, they teased it so well. They brought it out in a black, like, sec- briefcase <laughs> with, like, security locks. And I was just like, open the case, damn it. You're just like, Yahoo! Cameron oh. Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. he doesn't win, I'm going to be upset, though. Me too. This is the perfect um this is the perfect uh little substitution for like a television championship. Yeah, dude, Kevin Grimes has to win. Like it's it's his this story. Has been the journey has been on. It's yeah. his story. And I told you guys when Kevin Grimes first debuted, this guy is gonna be a star. This guy is he gonna did. be great. You guys didn't like him. You guys shit on him. You thought he was terrible. I did. And I, I was after the music video, I was sold. Once the music video happened, I was sold. I and mean, he, granted, and he I didn't whole... see this coming. So <laughs> so I can't really fault you guys too much. But I told you guys from day one, I was a Cameron Grimes fan since day you one. Are. This fucking I'll guy. I was the last one to come on board. <laughs> I am brand new to the going to the moon. Once it became like a fake JBL slash Ted DiBiase, I was like, "Oh, he's got it now. Mm-hmm. He's got it." Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Cameron Grimes. I wouldn't be surprised if they troll us with LA Knight. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either because Cameron, you know, Cameron Grimes is such a good. He good sells a, he sells a loss so well. <laughs> he's <laughs> such a good complainer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am. I'm so excited, but like I think I think you put this in the in the uh in the middle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dead snack sure. in the middle. It's a show stealer. Yeah. Check the words right out of my mouth, Will. Yeah. 
Cameron Grimes is basically my name is Earl. Good, good comparison, Mr. Friends. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't believe I'm saying this, actually. Cameron Grimes to the moon. To it's, the moon. It's going to happen. The million dollars goes to Cameron I, I can't, yeah, it's going to happen. All right, let's move on. Uh, so it's probably going to be in between Emma, the trios match and then the ladder match. Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee, which I totally Oh my didn't, God, I can't wait. Which I totally forgot that they faced off each other and faced off with each other uh, in the May, in one of the May Young Classics. Yeah, that was uh, that was really good storytelling. But this is what I meant by when I thought the card was weak before everything was formally announced. Like this is one of the first matches they announced. And I was like, this doesn't strike me as a takeover match. But continue. It wasn't built to, like a takeover match yet because yeah. they haven't had that much interaction, yeah. which is weird. Um, the story's there. The interaction's not there. They had some interaction uh, on the Go Home show, which was good to see. Uh, it was, but it I was felt like I need more. Two, two weeks ago, after Mercedes, I think, won a match against someone. Yeah, the mystery fog. The, the, the fog, and she had the mark on her hand. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then last week, Xia cut that promo. Mercedes cut that promo. And I guess then this week they had the end in person face to face. I mean, the story's there. It's just I don't see the, I see this as a TV feud. I don't see this as a takeover match. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't built like that. It, this I mean on paper this is the screams takeover match. Um, it's Zia Lee's first takeover match. Yeah, which is a big thing for her. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she's been in Royal Rumbles and hasn't even been on takeover, which is crazy That's to wild. think about. Yeah, unfortunately, this is a cool down match. It has to be. I, th- I think um, I think the trios MSK and Bronson Reed is going to just set a bar so high that it's going to be impossible for Mercedes and Zaya to come close to it. Mm-hmm. I've been surprised before. I like I love watching Mercedes wrestle. Mm-hmm. I love watching Zaya Lee pretty much do anything. Talk about an Instagram <laughs> account. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much do anything. So I'm excited to see both of these women fight, um, and we'll see what goes here. I think Xylee wins. She has to get the win. Yeah. I yeah, agree. Ab- yeah, absolutely has to get the win. And, you know, what's great about TakeOver is that that's the entire card. It's five matches, two, two and a half hours long. Uh, well, So let's crown it right now, everybody listening or watching, sorry, our show right now on our live stream. How well do you think it's going to go? One being really bad 10 being like the most amazing NFC takeover you've ever seen. So Kay Murphy, you're up. Um, I'm honestly leaning towards a nine and he's going to fucking slap. Yeah. There's nothing about this card. I'm not excited about like none of these are snack matches for me. None of them. Snack matches. I, I like that nomenclature. Well, yeah. I mean, some people have their piss breaks. I, I usually pick one match on the card to go disappear and make some snacks. <laughs> nice. So I will bring my snacks. Mr. Fretz is rating at an eight. Well, what are you giving this? Mr. Fretz, you're wrong. It's a nine point five. This is a straight <laughs> nine five. Yeah, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be any breathing room for a lot of this, but I, I think I'm thinking a solid nine. Listen, this is what NXT is all about. It's marky, it's comical, and it's good fucking wrestling. It panders to everybody. Listen, I, I, I say this I say this all the time. NXT is it's the perfect blend of yes. of WWE corporatism and oh. indie mark fanfare. Absolutely. A thousand percent. You know, and it's only gonna get better. And takeover in your house, the first one was a TV special and it was great. Was now it, gonna give was them, it like, a TV special? I thought it was actually it, mm-hmm. it was a TV special. Okay. Um and now we're going to give it the actual true, like, takeover, like, shine on it. 
It's I can't wait for the set, to be honest with you. Like the, the in your house set coming back. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. I'm I, I'm just very excited. I'm also excited before we go to figure out what Johnny Gargano's gonna come. That's always a big takeover thing for me. Maybe Loki, because Loki came out today. Loki did come out today. And I need to I need to go and watch Loki once Same. we're done with the show. Um I'm gonna go Falcon. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. I know, I know he's okay. I know he's white, but I'm still gonna go Falcon. Well, no, Falcon's not white. No, Falcon, oh, Falcon Gar- with the soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnny, Gar- Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano is Fal- like Falcon, Falcon colors. And Johnny Gargano you can go is white. Winter Soldier, too. Yeah, but... Ooh, he'd be a cute little boppy. I can see it. <laughs> they need to, Fred said they not need to give away a house. Actually, I need to find a house, so they maybe oh need to give God. away a house again. Give a house to me. I forgot in your house they were going to give... They actually gave away a house, so they're going to try and give away a house. That actually happened. Yes, is that, that like it's a Scotch Todd situation. Uh, Todd Pettengill, baby. Yeah, I think Todd Todd Pettengill's coming back too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm so excited for, for that. So, as we start to cool down from our NXT takeover in your house for Dex, and I'm very, very excited uh, for NXT takeover in your house. We are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the random news in wrestling, like uh, Nyla Rose throwing burgers, Roman Reigns pretty much abusing a child on SmackDown, and uh, even Marie's actually going to come back next week. So... He's already dead. Yes, so all of that when we come back in about five minutes. What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Zach, your host of the YLP Podcast. And may I remind you that you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Great Scott. I am Mr. Fretz from the Fretzelmania podcast. And I want to tell you about my show, exclusively available on our Patreon, The 20 Bell Salute. My 20-year look back on pop culture and pro wrestling. The movies, the TV shows, the video games, the music, and the wrestling. This also lines up with my reviews of Retro Monday Night Raw's each week. So if you want to hear my thoughts on the pay-per-views in this storyline, you're going to have to subscribe to our Patreon to find out. The Wrestle Attic Radio Patreon, the cure for the common wrestling Patreon. What's going on, family? It's Zach your host of the YLP Podcast, and make sure that you give a tip of the crown to King Ricky Rosé, the Queen Bee Kate Murphy, and Mr. Will Shook, because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings Podcast right here on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Oh, did you miss us? We are so, so sorry for that. Uh, Apparently my internet decides to be a little bit vanilla today and crap out on me. But we are back officially for as long as possible. For one Islanders, thank you, Mr. Fretz, with the update just to make me feel better. Thank you, Mr. Fretz. That's why you're a North American treasure. Uh, But we are back with the second (laughs) half of our show. (laughs) I forgot we called him a North American treasure. We did call him a North American treasure. (laughs) (laughs) That should be a shirt. The North American treasure, Mr. Fretz. 
oh, we can give it a North American title or something like that. Uh, but we are back, folks. Uh, Kings of the Rings podcast here, WrestleMania Radio. Myself, uh, Willie T, DK Murphy, and like I said before, we got crapped out. We did talk about the rest of the week um, in wrestling after we've talked about NXT Takeover. So let's get into it. And the first thing we we're going to talk about was fighting families, where we have the Usos uh, versus the Mysterios uh, in our unanimous match of the week. The first tag match uh, that they did on SmackDown, not the second one, the first one. So, Will, why the first one and not the second one? Because, uh, I mean, they're both kind of stupid finishes, but I like the first, I like the first stupid finish better. Um, <laughs> and, like, you know, just it, it was it was a little bit longer. As I, just, I just enjoyed it more, you know? I mean, I thought... I thought it told a good story, like you know, SmackDown. It it overall told a very a very good story. Yeah. Um, like starting with Roman coming out, the Usos coming out. So if you're gonna call your shot, you better win. You know, the match was right then and there. Ref shenanigans, like Adam, uh, um, Pat McAfee, and Michael Cole losing their shit over it. You know, they go to Adam yeah. Pearce, Sonya Deville, kind of continue that story of the division between them. It it this flowed naturally and very well through the whole show. Roman Reigns like saying, Roman Reigns is screaming at them, stop giving me excuses! Like, you know, whatever. Like, it's just losing his fucking mind. You're lost to a child. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was everything. It was fucking mouse. Everything about it was just, it was perfect. SmackDown was so enjoyable. And yeah. the second match, you know, it just, it just ended with Roman coming in being stupid. At least the first one had a finish. So the Speaking first of one. Roman Reigns, we do have our king of a night, but child abuser himself, Roman Reigns, is Willie T's king of the night and probably Stop. my, Stop. my <laughs> he's already dead in probably Stop. my favorite photo that i've seen in wrestling for a long time just look at this ridiculousness punching a baby <laughs> it's it's dominic's look on this yeah he's like oh <laughs> shit anywhere i'm like, so upset for coming out it's really funny it's just yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns just continues to impress. He uh he, he's I don't Roman Reigns is just at the top of his game. The Undertaker just acknowledged him too. Dude, he's the best. This this There's is CM Punk. This is CM Punk did as well. That is true. This mm-hmm. is the yeah. Roman Reigns we always wanted. The bloodline, heels. It's 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 outstanding. It's it's amazing. It's so yeah. good. I have my only two complaints. I would really want Tamina and Naomi fucking looped in. Yeah, it's That's not going to happen. I know it won't, but I would really like that attention to detail. Potentially. We'll see. I do need, like, it's it's gotten to the point Roman Reigns' shirts are so very, like, Austin 316-esque, but there's, like, multiples of them. Like, I kind of want all of them. Because what I do you w- have? You have um, show up and win, wreck everything, and leave. Acknowledge, acknowledge me, me. and head of a table. Honestly, there are more. They're very basic. There was very basic shirts. But they work for him. They're classic. Yeah. yeah. They work They're honestly, so though, well. I hate wearing wrestling shirts because because most of them are fucking ugly. And I don't know. If I want to go out and look cute, and if I want to style like a graphic tee, a wrestling shirt is almost never my first choice. You just you just are looking at fashion all wrong. There's a few that I have. Wrestling like, shirt's I, my first choice. It's, sometimes it's my only choice. Hours I wear honestly. I wear our merch so much more than I wear actual wrestling merch. Not a plug, just a fact. 
Eh, should happen to be part naked. Let's move over. I'm just going to go all over the place right now in all of wrestling world. Uh, back, oh, not back, but to AEW Dynamite. Um, and the fact that even after an, an epic stadium stampede, will the pinnacle and the inner circle are still feuding? Why is Why? The inner circle said there's going to be, what, a, a summer of violence now? Yeah, it's just like, listen, guys, you you had two blow-off matches. Yeah. Like, what What, what else What else is there? I, mean, I am interested to see Jake Hager and Wardlow in, like, a steel, a steel cage MMA fight. I, I, it's going to be interesting how they do that. So that I'm interested in. Yeah. But like, Jericho and MJF, it's just like, they're telling the story all backwards. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't MJF be the one chasing and not Jericho? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Babyface is Chase. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I, what I feel like the Pinnacle had their moment and they had like there's what? Do, how much bigger can you get outside of Stadium Stampede? You can't. They're just going to have one-on-one matches, right? They're just going yeah. to keep, keep fighting. Again, they, like I said, they're telling the story backwards. Like, when they debuted and beat them all up, it was great. They got the promo yeah. on each other. It was great. It was like, okay, we're going to go to Blood and Guts. Okay, great. That's it. You should have stopped. Like, yeah. instead, it's, you know, this just have, have the solo matches. Have, like, the, the Jake Hager, Ward Lotus, Sammy Guevara, um, uh, Sean Spears, you know, Jericho, MJF, and then LAX and the other two. It was, it was, it was, it was, and they had an FTR, right? Like those are matches you could have one or two a week on dynamite for a few weeks, building up to whatever you want to do promos. Like, you know, just, I don't know why they're doing this now. Neither do I. Maybe it's filler for something bigger, but who knows? Maybe it's, oh. it's confusing. Maybe. Like I'm fine with these guys feuding. It's just, but after what we saw, it's like this, I, I, it's, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. What's, what is the use? Let's move back over or back or backwards to Monday Night Raw, which is one of the segments that I actually thought was pretty good. Um, it's just kind of this weird dynamic between MVP and Kofi Kingston. And Kofi Kingston is my king of the night, just based on this promo and this segment alone. But that's um, the best part of Raw. Well, yeah, because this is this is probably the best story what they're telling um, about the resurgence of Kofi Mania or the or the, you know, the dwindling of the original Kofi mania. It also seems like MVP's trying to recruit Kofi, which is kind of that dynamic, and Kofi doesn't want to get recruited at all. Um, and MVP made a good made a good point. He said, you had Kofi mania. You had the wrestling world in your hand. And the only reason that Kofi mania ended was because you allowed it to. Which I thought was a was a huge thing. I mean, he also made a very very derogatory comment of uh, Kofi just shucking and jiving his way through the rest of his career, which which hit a uh, hit a nerve with Kofi, and Kofi rebuttaled him. Kofi's doing some great promo work. I will say that. Like whatever he's doing on Raw, he's destroying. Like he destroyed Drew McIntyre the other week. I mean, MV- MVP is mostly right though. I mean, Kofi made it didn't necessarily end because of him. It ended because of Brock Lesnar. It also ended because then he yeah. got hurt. Like he got he yeah. got he got hurt shortly after. He got well, no, he got hurt at Mania, and he was out for a while. Mm-hmm. He did that. Uh, he did that triple threat uh, ladder match for the tag titles. Oh, that's where Jay uh, Jimmy Uso got hurt too. Yeah, yeah, with no crowd. 
Yeah, and he was hurt for yeah, a while. Yeah, that's the that was the uh, that was the Morrison finish. But other than that, you know, like he is just kind of shucking and jiving his way to the end of his career, you know, which which is fine. Like I. I mm-hmm. think Kofi Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods as the new day they're they're totally fine in that spot because they're really really good at it. Yeah, the Power Rangers outfit by the way is amazing. Yeah. And like you know, oh, Kofi's he's very entertaining, he's very fun and he can turn it on when he needs to. I I think it's it a, it's a very good spot for him to be in personally. You know, it, although they need Kofi elevated at this point because Run is helping as much as he can. But what I think really offended Kofi, and I can say this being the being a man of color myself, um, the shucking and jiving thing from like from saying from another black man saying like, "Oh, you're shucking and jiving to another black man," mm. really hits a nerve because um, it brings it back like, "Oh, you're essentially it's kind of like, oh, you're just being kind of like, um, how can I put this?" You're kind of just like uh, this caricature of a black person to entertain kind of like uh, the majority, and you're not really your true self. You're doing, the, mo- you're doing the moves Elvis stole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like you're you're kind of like a clown, um, right? you know, toward, towards the black culture, and you're, you know, it's, it's, it's derogatory nature, and, and MVP said it in a way that only Kofi could pick up on, which mm-hmm. kind of lit the fire under Kofi, and that's why that's why the promo segment worked. See, this is, uh, this is so interesting, too, because when Kofi won at Mania, though, there's a video of MVP, like, hugging Mark Henry and crying, crying like, at a bar. He mentions that, too. Right? He says, like, he's like, I cried at your, when you won, and now look at you now. You're, you're, you're a clown, pretty much. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting story. Like obviously, I think it's, yeah, obviously this is all this is all at work. Like I don't think any of this is actually real. I don't think I don't think like, you know, MVP really means what he's saying. But it's good. Tell it's good. Okay. It's a good story. It's good writing. It's good. It's good TV. It's definitely good TV. Yeah, MVP has been a godsend to a lot of um, to a lot of people on that roster. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's really like this run that he's on right now is the best of his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so much smarter now and so much wiser. Yeah. And he knows the business, and he's he's elevating people. He's elevating the town that he wanted to elevate. <laughs> He'll be an AEW wrestling in six months. Wait until Randy Orton RKO's, and then he's gone. <laughs> that is Randy Orton is the AEW pusher. <laughs> At this point, uh, let's move over to AEW. And Britt Baker finally got her title. A brand new title still looks like shit, but she finally got It's better. Her... It's, 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 it's still <laughs> little, but at least it's shiny. It's a size <laughs> up. It went from like an extra small to a small. Yeah, they went from a size five to a size six. <laughs> yeah. Come on, we can do better. Yeah, so Britt Baker has her celebration on AEW Dynamite full of pomp, circumstance, and and, and hamburgers. What? Uh, yes. Yeah, there was a tray of burgers. So the joke tray was when, when Jericho, in the, in the inner circle cut their promo, he was like, look under your chairs. You all got the shirts we couldn't sell at the pay-per-view for free. This is essentially what happened. They're like, no one wants to buy these uh, these, these, uh, these Stadium Stampede shirts. What's going to give them to you and have it be good PR? But really, we just couldn't sell them. Uh, so here, <laughs> so Pit Baker kind of did the exact same thing. It's like, if you look under your seats, it's taped to your chairs. There's free burger vouchers or whatever. It's just like, oh, just kidding. I have all the burgers on this table. Yes, and it they was, had a it was ton weird. of burgers. It was very weird. And one person who wasn't happy with the burgers is Nyla Rose, who oh, took no. the burgers and flung them 
everywhere in that great looking photo. Did the Yankees score again? My goodness. Yeah, John um, Carl hit a 3 1 home run. Yes. Uh, so you said, I, I know we were talking about this before the show, but uh, Nyla Rose hit a uh, Nyla Rose hit a very good promo. Can you talk about that, Will? No, uh, Britt Baker hit a good promo. And Britt Baker hit a good it was promo. Just like, she was like, pretty much just, you know. I am the I am the present. I am the future of this. Not even not only this division of AEW and like it's AEW got the letters. The letters are DMD, right? It was just. As so a, she Adam called it. She actually Adam called it. Yeah, yeah. Adam Adam Cole's been working on it with some promos. Let me tell you, because yeah. like you know, back like a year ago, Britt Baker was still kind of cutting promos like with this Nikki Bella cadence, and then mm-hmm. she had like unnecessary pauses. Like with this one, it's like you know Britt Baker. She she has her character down. Mm-hmm. She's very yeah. comfortable and she's very good. Unfortunately, yeah. she has no one to dance with. <laughs> yeah, that is a shame. No, that not, is Nyla a shame. Rose. Nyla Rose is a very good first competitor because Nyla Rose has had her number. She uh, now mm-hmm. she has beaten Britt Baker multiple multiple times. Uh, in a championship contender series, and like a few, a few last year, and Britt Baker went up for her, went went up against her for the belt, and I believe she, uh, I believe, and then she lost. So, mm-hmm. it's a very good first opponent to legitimize her reign. So, yeah, so that's funny, exciting. Funny thing you mentioned uh, how how Britt Baker is a very uh, Nikki Bella type thing because. I can't believe I'm the one doing this breaking news. If anybody actually checked their Bleacher Report, uh, no. Hmm. So during an appearance on Entertainment Tonight, Brie Bella and the twins said in the twin Nikki Bella, uh, or Brie Bella particularly said the twins, her and Nikki, have one more WWE run in them. And I quote: I, "I've been saying that for for at least a year that they said this." Here's what here's what Brie Bella said in an Entertainment Tonight piece. I'll never forget the moment that I wrestled Stephanie McMahon at SummerSlam, and to see her three little girls, they were little at the time, their faces when we came back, they looked at their mom like she was a superhero, and I want that one day. I just thought that was the coolest thing. So the Bellas are definitely going to make a comeback. Um, We don't know exactly when, but we said we have one more run in us, and we'd really love to do it. I know for me, we are definitely starting that preparation. So all of you Bella fans... Pretty much Anthony DeStefano and the Bella, <laughs> and the Bella buckle Army. Buckle up, Bella Army. Yeah, buckle up, Bella Army. The Bellas are coming back to AEW. Watch. Can you imagine? You know, I could. Oh, my God. If they go to AEW, I'll lose it. But I, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I welcome them back with open arms. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, it's the reason MVP stayed around. MVP did the Royal Rumble. Because he he wanted to see he wanted to have the moment with his son because his son never saw him wrestle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Vince was like, "Hey, pal, how about you do this all the time?" <laughs> well, I give it. They're probably gonna come back in a couple of years because their their sons are pro- are close to a year old. Maybe they're a couple months old. I yeah. When they were born, well, they said but... they're starting preparation. So, so they're been... getting they're getting the ring rust off now. I think <laughs> they lose they that will baby fat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it worked for Becky Lynch. You've seen Becky Lynch lately? No. Holy shit. She is she's shredded. She's better than what she looked like. Did she come back pre or post SummerSlam? Post. Post. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she comes back to a solid crowd. I agree. So, so let's move on between the celebration to Shayna Baszler playing with dolls. Okay, so I saw this on Twitter because, again, remember, I went to bed instead of watching the end of Raw. What? are they doing to her 
I will I will say this with Shayna. Um, in that final segment on Raw with the doll, at least she tr- not that she tried, but she, she she has she's doing the best she can with this segment. This main evented Raw. Yeah. Uh, this. Yes. Yeah. Shayna Baszler playing with the doll. Well, was not the playing la- with a doll, being scared of a doll, and running away from a doll. Was the yes. last se- Shayna Baszler? Yes. Ran away from a doll. And the doll followed her into a room. And like it was, and then it went black, and then you heard Shayna scream. And that was the end of Raw. And that was the last. I'm so glad I didn't watch Raw. <laughs> yeah, I went to bed for this. So I Listen, didn't watch I will say this. I will give Shayna her props. She is. She did her best with it. I don't know if it's believable. I don't know what's going on. Um, but that's this is where we are right now. Shayna is supposed to be the one scaring people. Yeah. Like she's a submission magician who's scared of a fucking doll. She intimidated that... the fuck out of the NXT locker room and now she's scared by a not even scary looking doll. Didn't she break Oscar's streak? Am I wrong? Or uh, no. no, Charlotte did. For the Charlotte title. The no, I mean like to her title. No, Asuka, Asuka dropped the NXT title willingly. She dropped it undefeated. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And em- Ember, like, Ember won it. Ember took, Ember took the title. And Shayna took it from Ember. It. Correct. Yeah. I remember being pissed about Shayna's second title run. I don't remember her first she, title. Shayna two-time, baby. Did she win it at Evolution? Yes. From Kyrie Sane? I know I know she wrestled Kyrie yes. Sane at Evolution. I remember who had the belt though. Yes, because yes. I had a fucking meltdown yes, in Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, she did beat Kyrie Sane in Evolution. Uh, speaking of which, Mickey James is in NWA, surprise, surprise, and they're doing an all women's pay per view. That's so fucking cool. It's, it's, what, she, it's what she wanted. It's what she wanted. Executive produced by Mickey James too. So That's that amazing. should be interesting. Good for her. Good. Honestly, good for her. She's doing something she's yeah. passionate about, something she wants to do. I hope it's successful. I'm not gonna watch it, but I hope it's successful. Yeah. She also today she shout out Maria Canales because Maria Canales has some women's tournament going on in ROH. So like, it's cool. really cool to see them, you know, leave going past WWE and doing such good work for women's wrestling. It's really good to see. Listen, someone's gotta keep ROH alive. Yeah. Might as well be the women. Somebody's got to keep ROH alive. I like. I don't know. At this point, WWE just needs to buy out their library. To be completely honest with you, dude, they need to buy out Impact's library. Please, please. Could please, you imagine? Please, please, <laughs> you just want, to, you just please. want Impact on the I do. I do. I just. I don't want to pay for Impact Plus. All right. I. Just, I don't want to do it. I've looked at it three times now. I've even put in my credit card, but I canceled it. All right. <laughs> no, not really. How much is that? Yeah, I don't even remember. I, I. I've looked at it like a few times though, but. <laughs> I get it. I get it. They're not going to buy Impact, but anyhow. Speaking of impact, Kay, your moment comes next Monday. Finally. Evolution. Okay. So I, again, sorry about dirt sheet spec, but the things I'm reading, no, I'm terrified. No, I'm terrified. Don't dirt sheet us. No, no, listen to me. Don't dirt sheet us, Kay. So I have heard that she's she's not going to be working alone, whether this means she's a valet or this is a tag team. She shouldn't work alone. No, I agree with that. She she I don't know if she's tag teaming or valeting for somebody, but she is going to be working with someone that has muscle. And the two rumored most highly rumored people for her to be supporting are Mercedes Martinez or 
Piper Niven from NXT UK. Both of those. I can't see Mercedes. Me neither. I cannot see Mercedes standing Eva Marie. And Piper's Piper the Niven better would... choice, but it's still weird. No, I, I, I don't can't, think Piper I can't would do see, well on Raw. I can't see Raw bringing over someone who's never been seen before on American soil. Yeah, not like yeah, with with very minimal exposure. Yeah, right. And like unless they... I mean, we saw her wrestle, but like yeah, that's, that's different. At access, we're but like yeah, yeah, like and I watch UK on a weekly basis, so like, I am more than familiar with her. I mean, honestly, the Bellas would work in this in it this, would in this uh, in this idea, Fretz. I do agree with you, but the Bellas not. aren't the Bellas aren't coming back that quickly. You know, what if one... they manage Eva until she can wrestle? Uh, I don't know. Um, Jermaine, I agree I with you. She should, Piper Niven will not succeed on Raw. No, no, not many people succeed on Raw in the first place. Actually, um, coming from UK, no way. Yeah, I I don't know who could you team with. Like, I want to say maybe Naya. Oh God, no! I don't. Naya and Eva Marie would be a better dynamic than Naya and Shayna. Here's the thing, though: I, Eva Marie is yeah, not a good mouthpiece. Does. She she's not doesn't she doesn't cut a great promo. That we know of. I mean, it's been years since we've seen her do anything. I've seen her vignettes. Right? She can't even read off a teleprompter. Listen, she can do a great headlock now. I was very impressed by that headlock. Get ready. For the evolution. My journey started in WWE. It launched uh, who would you, me who would to you rather, stardom. Who would you rather have read from a teleprompter? Um, Liv Morgan or Eva Marie? Liv Morgan. Hooters gave me such a great opportunity. <laughs> Tell me, which one? Liv Morgan or Eva Honestly, Marie? Honestly, they're equally bad. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Fred, she does. Eva, actually, if Eva Marie's the if the person Eva Marie's working with is the voiceover guy, I'm sold. You know what? I'll say Eva Marie's worse because she's had more practice and experience doing it than than Liv Morgan. Barely. She was. You, she's. Uh, she left WWE and then did some Hollywood stuff. Liv Morgan's like you? my age. Yeah, she. Uh, Eva Marie left WWE to do some like you know modeling. Some like she's been in entertainment. No, acting that, maybe. Haven't you watched her vignettes? Yeah, she did a movie. So like she's she she's <laughs> had done a movie. Yeah, true. But she's had more mm -hmm. experience, at least in voiceover work and like okay. acting than Liv Morgan has. Liv Morgan's fucking my age, if not younger. Yeah, it was her birthday the other day too. That literally like that yeah, that, that like that like live forever, whatever that that documentary thing was. That literally could have probably have been her first time doing like a voiceover like that in a sound booth. I wouldn't be surprised. Fretz, don't you, don't you, don't you dare mess with Kay's heart like that. Could you imagine, though? No, I, I know That would never happen. CM Punk would never in a million years partner with Eva Marie. You think AJ Lee would even allow that? Yeah, ready, guys? Absolutely not. She's going to come out and be like, I didn't come alone. And then Summer Rae comes out. It's going to be the most hated tag team <laughs> in the history of wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, Red I fucking Summer Rae. baby. <laughs> Summer Rae. No, it'd be like, some, you can do a whole trio. Uh, Summer Rae, Carmella, and Eva Marie. What if it's Tessa Blanchard? Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Oh, that could work. Because as much as I'm quoting Dear Cheat, the general consensus is that Eva Marie is supporting a, a muscle, a heavy. Tessa Blanchard Tessa. can be a heavy. Yeah. Heavy racist. I'm just joking. <laughs> got him. <laughs> He's got jokes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Here all night, folks. Tessa could work. It could. I don't know how the reaction's gonna be. I think she's well. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a piped in crowd, so it can be whatever the fuck they want it to be. But I think Tessa live is gonna be amazing. But is Tessa a big enough name to skip NXT? <laughs> Coda Reeves comes out. Stop it, Jermaine. Stop, Stop it, it Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What okay. honestly? Uh, what if she does? Man- what, if she, what if she manages a guy? What if Chris Masters comes back? <laughs> <laughs> That's the rock. <laughs> Even Marie's in the dungeon. I don't think Parker Bordeaux is going anywhere near Raw for a couple years. Well, no, Diamond Mine could be Tessa and Parker because Even Marie has been training with uh, Parker. Mr. Fretz, I don't, I do not miss Ponerese, Mr. Fretz. He is not the finest. (laughs) Why wasn't I don't mean to be rude, but I am shocked he wasn't released. I mean. I'm so, like, I was like, you, did, did you see people like tweeting at Baron Corbin saying, "Why weren't you released?" Wow, that's well, it serves a purpose still. Like, no, I but the gall of someone to like say, <laughs> "I wish you were fired." Like, wow. Yeah. That like that does not need to be said. I mean, neither did I wish you die in the womb, but they still did that on TV. Oh my god! I I need, anyway, I need that soundbite. Yeah. That's a soundbite I'm missing. <laughs> you gotta, oh. you gotta find it. I'll, you let, let me go to find, YouTube. Let me go to YouTube right now. You gotta find it, and then we'll put, we'll bring Ant back on the show, and you just play that like every time he talks. God damn it, my mouth fell again. <laughs> well, as you figure it out, okay, let's talk about things that we're trying to predict, and not who even Marie's mystery partner going to be in our future socks segment as we try to wrap up because someone has to go fucking watch Loki tonight. Uh, so, okay, what are your predictions for maybe Takeover or Beyond or SummerSlam? What do you got? Um, I think that. Hmm. I'm trying to not book William Goldberg or Eva Marie. Um. Oh, Thomas End is a thousand percent signing to AEW because I didn't hear it yet, but he went on Renee Paquette's podcast. Is and Renee, isn't she like yes. almost six, seven months in? Yeah, she looks popping. She should Hold be popping soon, right? She's popping. She's going to pop very soon. Love him. Let me find. I wish you died in the so room. So he had cited the people that he is hoping to fight or compete against. Uh, and they are. I'm getting to that. I'm very, very sorry. I'm scrolling as quickly as I can. <laughs> It's in a group chat. I, I found I found the clip. That's why I look. Did you really? I did. But I, I for some reason I can't play it. I, play, I tried to play it, but you guys can't hear. It. I don't know why. Um, but they on this clip, like they have like um, 
like like graphics over it for like what she's saying and like a frowny face when, it's, when she says every time in the womb this is the picture of like a diagram of a vagina in the womb it's just it's so it's so funny can i share my screen on skype i see if i can show you guys i don't know baby but uh, screen. i'm going i'm still looking jermaine's prediction was that cameron grimes wins the million dollar belt and sells it on ebay are you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm glad we can't show this on the video stream this is freaking Alrighty, I have the list Man, what is the list it. I yeah, what's wish you died in the womb <laughs> who do you want to work with and who do you want to get in the ring with and he named Moose, John Moxley, Christopher Daniels Sammy Callahan, Jungle Boy Hobbs, Brian Cage and Eddie Kingston that's cool he has also said that he wants to wrestle out um, Andrade again. So I mean, him and Andrade put on a show in New Orleans. Remember that, Will? Who? Andrade, Andrade versus Alistair, NXT TakeOver New Orleans, a championship match? Honestly, I don't. I forgot that match happened. Because it, it, was, it was right before Johnny and, um, and uh, Chomp. Yep. There's two things I remember. The ladder match and the, that last match. And Chompa guy. And Chompa guy. Yeah, the finish to that match in New Orleans was um, freaking uh, Zelina got into the ring, Andrade caught her, and then Alistair uh, gave him gave Andrade the black mass and won the title. Wow, it was very good. I mean, New Orleans is a top five takeover, I'll tell you that right now. That oh, was a yeah, fantastic. Definitely. A thousand percent. Uh, yeah, that was a fantastic takeover. So, but, is, so um, is Philly. Oh, Philly was great. <laughs> You're with Devil Champa. That was the wrong, wrong takeover. Wrong takeover. Oh my God, so. Devil Champa. Oh, I forgot about that. That, that, might, was, that might have been in Chicago. Chicago. I think that was Chicago. Yeah. Can you get that soundbite? You have to get your Devil Champa. That actually is a really good soundbite. You're with Devil Champa. Oh, devil. Our future talk yeah. is just turning into like what is going to be our next great soundbite for the show. Um, but my future shock. Um. Oh, it's one that I wasn't able to talk about because I wasn't on the show last week. It has to do with uh, the signing or the firings from WWE. Um, and I'm not going to go too much into it because it become a whole different segment. But my future shock is that before you know it, WWE is going to be bought out by a company whose mascot is a mouse. I don't think so. Now, okay, it's so just that, a that, that 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 clip, just that, a theory. the 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 uh, the 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 Dale Trump is not that easy to find. I have to watch the whole match and try and find it, which I'm not, <laughs> which I'm not going to do. So sorry. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're selling. Um, I don't think they're selling. I think this is more of a business move. Like Braun Strowman mm-hmm. got cut because his salary was seven figures. He's not- asking for five figures on the Indies. Right, so like his 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 salary was so high, and WWE made so much money in 2020 because they cut their biggest expense, which was touring. So as a private as a public company, you answer to shareholders. So so their quarterly numbers don't just dip drastically because of their touring again. They just cut some people to make it look like. They didn't lose yeah, as much money, or they don't. They're lose essentially money. balancing books. They're balancing their books exactly, exactly. So don't mm-hmm. be surprised if if Braun Strowman comes back in a few months with a new with a new deal that's just 
restructured a little bit. But he got yeah. cut because it's, he he was getting paid too much. He's not going to AEW, definitely not. I don't think so. Oh God, no. Right, no, like I think it, I realistically I think it's book balancing. Yeah. Um, fanboying me and the conspiracy theories is Disney's buying them out. Dude, if if they get bought by someone else, I might stop watching because I don't because a big problem with WWE. Well, at least maybe it's a problem. Maybe it's not. But their corporate side is they don't understand the product. I mean that's a big thing with a lot of uh, with a lot of companies. Yeah, yes. like like Nick Nick Khan is the guy who like you know he fostered the Fox deal. I believe Ricky, you can correct me on that, right? <laughs> he did. Nick Khan did foster a Fox deal. Nick Khan has also done a lot of dealings with the uh, Southeastern Conference, known as the SEC, the best conference in all of college football. And Nick Khan has all the SEC garden, especially with ESPN, and they're just winnings from stuff. They make a lot of money. So Nick Khan is a is a good money making machine no relation to tony khan so don't get that twisted either because right. that is another conspiracy theory uh, that they're just working from the inside um it's like you know you know how like you know like back in the day like in like the 90s early 2000s you know like bruce pritchard would do that executive job pat patterson would do it. like people who don't do like executive jobs but they know wrestling would do those executive jobs yeah they're gonna be switching it where yeah corporate people some of the best people in the business are coming in to be like president of the company you know, like CFO, Nick like Nick yeah. Nick Khan's bringing in the best of the best in entertainment business mm-hmm. to run Which this to, to run this but company. But, yeah, but they don't understand the product. They don't understand wrestling. They understand money. Yeah, yeah that's the issue. Sure. Or it's it's it depends who you ask, because yeah. if because if they're just going to run business, if they say, "Listen, we don't know this business. Just 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 show us money, show us numbers. You do you, boo." It could be good. But if they get their little mm-hmm. greedy hands in there, that's how it's, that was where it was death of WCW. The executives just didn't understand the product and they didn't want it. Yeah. Right? But what they understand is that this company makes fucking money. Yeah. It makes yeah. a lot of fucking money. And mm-hmm. WWE has two major TV deals with two mega corporations in Fox and whoever owns USA. NBC? So Fox uh, and NBC. Yes. NBC. So what WWE is doing is creating a bidding war. Mm-hmm. So... They're they're just the fact that the the people in the higher up executives they don't give a fuck because they know a lot of money is coming. So oh, absolutely. But as long but that but then the creative side needs to be all the wrestling people, which it's it's which is why it's so bad. So I don't think I don't th- I genuinely nah. do not think they're selling. And all the information I just told you could be more in depth on the Matt Men podcast. I listened to them uh, the other day, and Andrew Zan did a great job of breaking it down because he understands the business a lot more than I do. Um, but that's pretty much what yeah. I understand from his tellings. Also, what you need to consider as well is that, uh, even according to Zarian and the podcast, was that, um, shout out to the Mad Men Posse. We need Zarian back on. We screwed that up because of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. There were some people who were released that asked for them to be asked to be released, which is, of things, which is some things that a lot of people don't consider, that some people asked to be released, and WWE is changing their mentality of being releasing people. It's also because WWE, including NXT, 300 signed performers on the roster yeah wow like remember a few years ago when they just signed all these guys to long-term deals like they yeah. they rounded up everybody they just yeah. threw up they just threw out money to everybody to keep them so they don't go anywhere now they're realizing fuck like this is so expensive yeah so so like uh ricky when you make the point that aew just signs everybody they're gonna run to this problem too now tony khan yeah. has a lot more money than vince so it sure. might not be as big of an issue, but 
They're gonna it's run into that. They're gonna run into that issue. They're like, well, fuck, we're spending one day. We're spending so much money on this talent where we're not making as much money as we should be making on the back end. Correct. So yeah, sign on dry deck, sign these people, sign Mark County to be a backstage person, sign the big show to be a backstage person, sign JR to be a backstage person, Christian, Matt Hardy, all these agents who can be there, sign them. But don't sign all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That 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 is the big thing. Uh so with that being said, uh, let's get the fuck out of here real quick. So uh, did we miss anything? We covered a good amount of stuff. We had some technical Should difficulties. Should I hope not? But I it's think we we covered a whole yeah, it is hot. And like I said, I need to go watch Loki because I have priorities, ladies and gentlemen. Um so yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's it. Let's let's get the fuck out of here. Technical difficulties and everything involved. Uh so uh Will, could you cue that music, please? And the also have four two and eight minutes left. I freaking love it. Thank you, Mr. Fretz. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode two fifty two, Poppy Seeds. We started out like Poppy Seeds, going in various directions, uh, especially with these two part episodes. My apologies for that technical difficulties, by the way. But I am no longer technically difficult. I am actually right in your face now, and in your house this Sunday, King Ricky Rose at Ambassador Big B I G Z. Ambassador Biggs. Uh, find Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Leave us five star reviews wherever you listen to us. Watch us or if you listen to us, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud as well. Um, and also, subscribe to WrestleAddict Radio. Follow WrestleAddict Radio on Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and WrestleAddict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. We have pride shirts, just like mine, just like DK Merck. It's not like Will's. Um, on sale, 100% of the proceeds go to the Sharper Project. Think of that as in the description below. As well as the rest of our merch is on sale. Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. But I've said a lot. I'm about to log off of the with Terrasine. And remember to head over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com slash any of the shows on WrestleAct Radio, the whole WrestleAct Radio page, Pretzelmania, Young Lions Perspective, um, or the King's Wings Podcast, and you can donate to us directly. And Manson, I didn't forget about your show. I'm sorry. I uh, did not forget about the it. Delight Show. Delight Show. Yes, I knew that. There you go. Um, and you can donate to us directly. If you have enough merch, you can just donate to the chart project directly. We will make sure all the funds get there. Uh, Ricky, I gotta send you some information on how we can set up the PayPal to connect straight to your the donation tab. So that is something well, I, I gotta take care of. But all my shenanigans. Also, you can go to that website and check out the American Man's podcast, where me and oh. our, where me and the director of operations of Biggest Podcast Solutions, Nash Moore, talk everything about what's going on in American pop culture, uh, news, politics, and a lot of other shenanigans. Uh, this last week, me and Nash like almost a full hour on Dr. Fauci's emails and how much of a flip flop asshole he is. So, but no more, no more politics talks. This is a wrestling show. KOTR underscore podcast. K Murphy, love of my life. Hope you enjoy Pride on Sunday. Thank you so much. I'm so fucking excited. I have to get off this call and do more preparing for Pride because the fun never stops. Please check out our Pride sale. Please help us help the Trevor Project. They do really, really great work. Um, you can find me across all social media platforms at the K Murphy, T H E K A E Murphy. If you are in the New York area and end up at Long Island Pride, come say ho ho. I will be there. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, stay tuned because I have some other fun stuff coming out. You know this is the thing that you know this is the song that gets us like copyright stuff. No, on YouTube, we haven't right? gone to copyright yet, so I keep playing it. Okay, whatever. Anywho, folks. Play it uh, until we're not allowed to play it anymore. Which is going to be in like two seconds. It's DMX and Hulk Hogan, Ricky. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Whatever, whatever. We'll see what happens. Anywho, folks, we're going to get out of here. I have Loki to watch. In Your House is this Sunday. Pride is also this Sunday as well. It's a big week to be gay and be a wrestling fan or a gay wrestling fan because they are out there and wrestling is for everybody. So enjoy NXT TakeOver in your house. Enjoy Pride Week if you are on Long Island. Uh, we will be back next week to unfortunately talk about Hell in the Cell. So goodbye, good night. Let's go, Isles. Let's go, Yankees. And uh, yeah, call it a second home run. That's right, baby. Yes. Yay. See you next week, folks. And oh, yeah, fuck your side.